This is episode number 294 of the Inner Fight Podcast, brought to you by Smith Street Paleo. Don't forget to rate and review our podcast over in iTunes to grab yourself a Smith Street Paleo goodie bag. This week, Andre and I are joined by our own coaches, Phil Hesketh and Matt Jones, to talk about the 2017 CrossFit Open. Welcome back to the Inner Fight Podcast, Matthew Jones. Yeah, I'm back. You're back. It's been a little while. It's been a little while. Yeah. I hope you've got a lot for us. Yeah, I've got a bit here and there. A bit here and there. Phil, Hesketh. Yeah. He doesn't have it's anything. It's not been that long. He doesn't. It's not been that long. Actually, the subject we're going to speak about today, we almost spoke about in some detail last time you were on. We spoke about the wrong subject that time. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It always just ends up back on the open. Dre, what do you reckon? Ready? <laughs> <laughs> Talk show host is ready. He's ready. Out. He's ready. The day that this podcast goes out is less than 24 hours before the start of the 2017 Reebok CrossFit Games Open. Matt Jones, what does that mean to you? Uh, it means it's my sixth or seventh one. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's right. Six, right? Six, Six, yeah. So I've done five, yeah. What does it mean though, mate? Pivotal time of the year, important yeah, it's time a, of the year, it's a, it can be a to Christmas. Kind of, yeah. It gets it gets a bit stressful, doesn't it? It's a stressful five weeks. Yeah. Sometimes. You get, you're on holiday for the whole one. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> I might be stuck somewhere. Be, I might be able to do it. You won't be stressed. <laughs> you won't be stressed. Yeah, this yeah, yeah, this time I won't be stressed. So it'll be all right. But, mate, but, something that you look forward to? Yeah, it's good. I like the challenge of it. Yeah. Just the mental challenge, you know. Just trying to think what. I like the way the training ends up because you sort of don't want to overtrain movements and then you're sort of wondering, oh, maybe this will be in this week. And then yeah. you're sort of peaking for that period of time. Kind of, yeah. 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 I think so, it's, uh, I think that's one of the key things, isn't it, for people? And then double unders come up and then they practice them like three days lot, yeah. and then do the workout. And then <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the cars. <laughs> and, then and then box jumps come up. And then, and then box jumps come Although up. they haven't been in the last two years, I don't think. Yeah. Box just a year. Phil, just a year give us your year. geeky rundown. What is the open? What is it all about? The Go open. Let's Here see we if you go. Can do it inside sixty seconds. Yeah, it's the time. qualification. It's the first stage of the qualification process to get to the CrossFit Games. Hey, that was only fifteen seconds. You have to that's, keep talking. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, it's basically the first step. It's an online format. You do yep. one workout every week for five weeks. You have four days to submit your score. Yep. Must be judged by a level one judge or performed at an affiliate or videoed. And you send it in, it goes onto a worldwide leaderboard. The top athletes in every region out of the hundreds of thousands that enter get to go to the next stage, which is the regionals. Mass participation. Are you going to do RX or scale this year, Dre? Uh, mix, I think. <laughs> How, <laughs> How many depen- times? Depends if muscle-ups comes up. If they come up, I think I'll do scale for that one. <laughs> <laughs> You're never ready times? for muscle-ups. How many times are you going to do it each workout? Uh, three or four. Three or four, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do each workout four times. Just like from Thursday to Monday, every day, probably. What's your PR on the number of times you've done an open workout? Uh, I did one last year, three times, and then I got really sick. And was Which one? <laughs> you got really sick. The 16.3. <laughs> then I got the really sick. Slugs. Yeah. So, um, three times. So definitely going to do that again this year. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, why did you do the same workout three times in four days? Cause some, I think you went. I think how you are your biceps after Some, geek, was some you, geeks did, told me that my score wasn't good enough, so <laughs> I wanted to make it. Did, uh, you, did you improve? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't improve on any of your time. Well, just that way. I might have. Well, mate, you either did or you didn't. I can't remember. I don't think so. Oh no. Okay, so you just got worse every time you did it. 
Probably. Excellent. I can't remember. I just forgot about it. <laughs> Stun chapter. <laughs> Next. <laughs> so, Jonesy, the, the workouts come out Dubai time around, what is it? 5 a.m. 5 a.m. 4 or 5 a.m. on a Friday. You're going to stay up? Are you going to get up and watch <laughs> the announcement and get I nervous? might a couple of times this year. I yeah. keep saying I will and I don't. You never do. Um, Why? And I don't wait up. I don't know. I just I like to sleep. Eh? Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> you do. Why would you get up? To <laughs> Why would you get up? No, um, I, I'll I'll probably watch a couple this year. Actually, I think it's every time I've watched it, I've quite liked it. Quite it's kind of like oh, it's, the thing is, you get a bit fooled because you see how well they do it, and you go, "I'm going to do it like that," and you don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's not such a good thing. Yeah. Sometimes just coming in, just not really seeing how anyone else goes, and you sort of just yeah, go out and much go to war and see what see happens. What happens. Yeah. Trey, you'll be up watching them. Never. Why? Just. It doesn't really change anything whether you watch it at 5 a.m. or at 9 a.m. one hour before you do it. Yeah, Fair that's enough. true. You can see it. I like sleeping. <laughs> Phil, you'll be up an hour before <laughs> stretching, some mobility <laughs> before watching. <laughs> nah, I'll, I'll try and sleep, but I Liar. I'll be awake. You'll be awake. I'll try my best to sleep and not watch it, but oh. I, just, I just wake up. And then once I've seen the workout, yeah. I struggle to get back to sleep then. Will you wake up to watch the... Because at the announcement, they announce the workout and then yeah. they have some... I'm not purposely trying... I never set my alarm. I okay. don't purposely try and wake right. up. Like, right. I want to sleep, but I'll wake up at 1, 2, 2.45, yeah. 3, and just keep going like that until it's time to see the workout. Talk to us what, what this whole open experience means to you. I mean, if you can't even sleep the night before yeah. it happens, I mean, it must be a pretty big deal. Yeah, it, it's a pretty big deal. It's like the whole year... Is building up like this first one, just super excited to get it out of the way um, and get done with it. It's it's definitely the most nerve wracking stage. I I love competing on like when there's a huge crowd and you know you're you're against all the other athletes. I, I like that competition setting. Like the open is, is a bit more difficult because you're just kind of not on your own. Obviously, we've got a cool group here, but it, it's kind of on your own. You're not against all the guys that you're going to be against at regionals or trying to go to the game. So you've got to you know, push as hard as you can without being you don't know how well they're yeah, going to do. Being able to see what everyone else can do, yeah. and I, I really like just doing the workout once. Um, but I know that a lot of the people that I'm against will do it two or three times and maybe improve by two or three reps. So you know, I, I want to go out and do a good enough score the the first time that I don't have to do it again, and I can just then relax and carry on my training. Is this the highlight of the year? Is this where you train for the whole year? No, I train for regionals. Yeah. Like the open is, but in order to yeah, get like there, if you asked me three years ago, then yes, the the open is the highlight of the year. I'm training for the open because I was worried about getting through the open to get to regionals. But if you ask me now, if it's the highlight of my year, it's not. It regionals to get to the games is what I'm training for. The open is just a process that I can't worry about getting top ten if I want to go to the games. No, no one who's no one who wants to go to the games should be worrying. About, about getting, qualifying, about getting yeah. top 10 through the open. Yeah. Like, you should feel pretty confident that you're fit enough to get through that stage. And then you've got to be at the top of your game for regionals to get through to, yeah. you know, what really matters, which is the games. So just for our listeners to understand, to get through open, to get to that next stage, which is regionals, in the different regions, there are a different number of qualifying people. So in at the Africa region, which we're in, you have to be in the top 10 for male and female, and whereas in Europe, there will be 30 spots. It all depends on the density, I guess, yeah, of it's the based on the, It's athletes. based on the, apparently the, the amount of competitors that are in that region. Yeah. And the, it's almost based off the standard as well. 
Um, I think if I hope that you know if, if the Middle East carries on growing like it is, they take a look at the difference now between like the the Middle East and Africa is one region, and there is a huge like fifty percent of the people trying to get the top ten spots are games athletes already, yeah. whereas it's definitely not fifty out of the thirty people that are going to qualify in Europe only less than. 10% maybe, or 10% will be three of them. Maybe 20% of them are games athletes, but you know, there's, there's not yeah, that maximum. There's not that many of them left because a lot of them have switched regions over here. Yeah, we have three of them here. Yeah, from so, Europe, the top three. Yeah, and then Rasmus, he's yeah. European as well. But so four there, mm. and then Miko is apparently not entering. So that would have been five. Yeah. So you know, it's a we'll high, see. it's a high percentage in this region of people that are have already been to the games that are trying to. You know, get a smaller amount of spots. So, so you think they should open up for fifteen or twenty spots, or maybe thirty? I just think that the, I just think they should. If we're in the Meridian Regional, then you know, everyone from Europe, um, Africa, and Middle East should all go into the same open leaderboard so as just well. Be 40, um, top forty, yeah. top forty from the whole thing through the open get to go to regionals. I agree. I don't see why they don't do that. Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. What about that though, mate? I think there's a lot. <clears throat> maybe everyone's got some thoughts on this. It always comes out, they should do this, they should do that, they should do the other. This workout that's come out, for example, a seven-minute AMRAP gets released and a lot of people go, oh, wouldn't that be workout be better if it was five minutes? It'd be such a better workout if it, instead of it was wall balls, it was box jumps. Yeah, but, yeah everyone, like, you, you can always say that because... Doesn't yeah. everyone just keep banging on about what it could be or yeah. what it should be? The, the Open is, is the time of the year where... Crossfitters get to complain about everything, yeah. <laughs> every single thing that Dave Castro has ever programmed and how much of an idiot he is and how much he yeah. sucks at programming and really it, he absolutely doesn't. Like You're complaining because you're probably not that fit. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, I think that the Matt, best guys always yeah, go. Like Matt Fraser, no matter what is programmed this year, will go to the games because yeah. he's just trained that well and he's that much better. Than, you know, there's, there's a reason the same faces keep showing up and it's not the ones that are always complaining like this workout should be a minute less well if you're asking for a minute less in a workout yeah. you're, you're probably not you know probably not gonna so how do we fit. deal with those kind of people oh, just tell them to relax I guess yeah, just ignore their faces yeah <laughs> just yeah just you know, you're always gonna get is. people it's, it's gonna be hard to please everyone yeah and that sort of thing so yeah that'll be fine especially uh, the people uh, that have no chance of qualifying yeah like, I mean, why you even worry it's, it's difficult now like it's getting to it like Five years ago, it was quite easy to program a workout and there would be instant separation because there wasn't that many, you know, really good athletes. Yeah. Um, they were just instantly, no matter what you program, they would be, they would be separated from the rest just based on their, their basic, you know, capacity and level of fitness. Whereas now you actually have to be quite, you know, the, the programming has to be quite smart because there's so many people that could potentially tie scores yeah. on a lot of workouts. So they have to develop workouts that, you know, if they include a one rep max clean and jerk, then they've got it. They've got to balance it out with a, another workout that's going to test a different, um, yeah. a different area of fitness really well. Because there's so many people that are, are that good at clean and jerk now, yeah. and there would be you know hundreds of people tied within ten pounds. So they have to create over this five weeks, which I think Dave Castro is extremely good at, good at like a way of testing a lot of different areas to create separation, so that. You know that the people who are going to regionals and then the games are, are the, the best. best in that region, not just the strongest. Or you can't say, 
or this year only the strong people went, or this yeah. year only the good gymnastics people went. Like the best crossfitters were going to regionals last year. Do you think that the Open is a good enough test to make sure that those best 10 people from Africa goes or whatever region you're in? Uh, or do you think they can do some adjustment, make a 10 workout or yeah, I, mean, uh, that, I don't know, those kind of things? That's a good, like, like a really good suggestion. I, I'm not sure how it would work logistics-wise. I'm, I'm sure you could make it work. But, you know, the more tests that you put out, you know, if you put one workout out, you're a lot less likely to get the best people it can be more biased yeah. to a certain group of people than if you put 10 workouts out yeah. i think i like it when they used six workouts in 2015 oh. they had the six because oh, yeah, yeah. they had the uh, and 2011, 2011 as, well, as well they had six workouts you know, just add in that extra test yeah. just create a little a few put a few more points onto the leaderboard and still the best people were at the top but it just took out you know if you can't do a 300 pound clean and jerk then you shouldn't be at regionals so it kind of eliminated those people yeah. before we even got there yeah because like, this is not me t I, I would imagine this is what dave castro will be thinking I, I don't know but if you can't clean and jerk 300 pounds and you shouldn't be at regionals because it he almost would consider you pointless because you're not going to go to the games yeah like i think the whole like i'm not sure but i think dave castro's mindset is that if you're not one of those top games athletes then you're a little bit insignificant in the process of getting to the games not obviously in the big picture of crossfit like yeah. we want everyone to be involved and want everyone to enjoy it and that's why it's so you know worldwide and so awesome but to get the best people to the games he's concerned about that those top bunch of athletes and, and that's let's, it really let's talk about that we've spoken for the first sort of 10 minutes of the show about the top end the top end will end up with the top 50 to 60 male athletes in the world and the top 50 to 60 female athletes in the world at the CrossFit Games. CrossFit is a little bit bigger now than just those athletes. We've got an opportunity. Andre's got an excellent opportunity to win the scale category, but there is a scale category. Let's go. But there's an RX and a scale. So let's try, try and go through and, and give people, I guess, maybe sort of 10 really, see if we can go around and we can get 10 bits of advice for people general fitness followers fanatics or other of getting involved in the open jonesy you I start yeah i think like point people that one. might be okay point number one is some people are questioning oh should i do the open yeah and it's like even if you're doing the scaled one to me i just said to someone yesterday look there might be one or two things that you you'll probably still be able to do but find really hard yeah but if you look at that like two movements over how many movements get released i don't know 20 or something yeah then that's, yeah, you're fine to do the open, I think. So don't Sorry, be too scared. So no matter who you are, or, the first yeah. question, should I do the open? Answer is yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, you should. Right. Give it a go. Good. Dre, second point. Why should you do the open? Ooh. Phil. Oh, you're asking me. Oh, no. No, in general, <laughs> it's just shifted it straight off. In general. <laughs> like, why should the normal member or whoever? It's just a great chance to experience competition that you don't usually get a chance to experience. Like, it's... I, I think I, I can't remember who I heard one of the, the top guys use this sort of analogy. Like you can't just walk onto a soccer field and get a chance to compete against the best players from Manchester United or whatever football yeah. team. But yeah, here, here, like you can walk into this gym whenever and you're going to get to compete against some CrossFit Games athletes. Yeah, You're going to get to throw down and do the workout against them. Like It's a great chance to compete with the people that you can watch on YouTube. And to compete with yourself if you've done the Open the last two three years it might be your first year like this is a chance to test yourself and to see 
where you're at or whether it's you can look at the leaderboard if if you're bummed up the leaderboard or you can look at it as oh this year I can actually do this RX division or this year I can actually do a muscle up yeah so just to, to so people understand how to how to get involved in it what's the first step to being in the open go online Go online. Games.crossfit.com. You're right. Let's Sign break up. it down. Because $10. Think a lot of people... Is it $10? It's $10. It's 10 Isn't it 20 10 Well, probably 20 don't. 10 yeah. if you want to do the judges course. 20 if you live in Europe or America. You're in a cheaper region now. You save $10. What about the around. scale division? Is that cheaper? That's $5. But, you, yeah, you have to do it in a <laughs> <Okay>. time. Seriously. <laughs> okay. <Great>. Okay. <laughs> right. He's adding it up. $5 so a year. For the first years. step... <laughs> Crossfit, uh, games.crossfit.com, register. At that point, do you have to register if you are scaled or RX? No. No. So you don't have to decide until the workouts come up. Like, the first workout could be a repeat. It could be seven minutes of burpees. So it'll just be the same for RX and scaled. Right. Like, it'll just be the same. Like, but, you know, maybe it starts with muscle-ups, and then they, they'll probably change that to something like a jumping pull-up. Right. Where the um, I, I had people last year that they couldn't do... A pull-up, but they could get a really great workout with jumping pull-ups that right. I, I judge. So it, it's the, the if you are worried, like I don't I don't really know how to explain, it, but the people that I've seen do the open, like it's it's great to see people who you really don't expect to to join in, just joining in and doing really well. Right. Yeah, so sure. everyone needs to get online. Everyone needs to register. It costs ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Step one. Step two, you don't have to decide if it's if you're doing RX or scaled until the workout comes out. If you do RX in the first workout, you have to. You don't have no, you to. You can change. You can change, but where you sit on the leaderboard. Yeah, if you t- always... if you take a scaled workout, you will automatically be lower than anyone that did an RX workout. Right. So you'll just drop down lower on the leaderboard. How should people do the workouts? How should they behave, Jonesy? <laughs> Should behave in very a, well or, and not in scream at anyone. Orderly um, fashion. Yeah, yeah, just orderly fashion, you know. Yeah. No, um, you know, some people they have their certain little spots in the gym where they work out, but yes. you may not get it that day, so right. get over it. Get over right. it. Um, yeah, I think like last year, looking at going back to how he programs stuff, I think Dave Castro does a pretty good job considering he has to, you know, do the scaled stuff as well. The only yeah. one last year was that long one, the twenty-minute one. Which I think for us we could only fit in five, so yeah. our well, gym's got, pretty big. We got a pretty big gym, I think. So we're you imagine doing the okay. smaller gyms, you know, yeah, like they yeah. would have. It just meant that the day dragged on a little bit just because yeah. of the walking um, overhead lunges and that. So a little bit of patience from people. A little bit of patience, you know. Yeah. I think Phil and you guys do a good job of putting the heats up, and then obviously you know getting the judges you know put together as well. So yeah, a bit of patience, I think. Try not to get too angry before the workout starts. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or during or after. You know? Do you think people get a little bit of sort of nervous anxiety? How do they deal with that? Ooh, I don't know. Nervous Just go nurse. sit on sit on the bike, face the corner, and yeah, <laughs> they sit on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, that too. You know. But I mean, um, there's generally a lot of oh, how should this happen? How should they do that? And relax. It's just another workout. I think. Yes, yeah, so I think that's a good way to approach it. Like, you, you've done workouts all year long, hopefully, and it's just another five workouts. Obviously, you want to give maybe a little extra 5% if you can f- find that. Like, But if not, I think the mentality of just going into it with it's just another workout. Yeah, yeah I think an- another good thing that came out last night, uh, Beck, my wife, she mentioned, well, she signed up, which is cool. And she she was talking about, oh, you know, I'll still train the day before. And I instantly said, oh, no, nah, if you're going to do the open workout on Friday, like 
don't do it. But for her, it's just another workout. So if she's in the country, you know, yeah. like she'll she'll just do it, and maybe yeah. that's okay for everyone else. Well, not everyone, but for some yeah. other people as well. Is that a big stressor? Like, at what point should you be going? Uh, I'm not going to do Thursday's workout, or I'm not going to do Friday's yeah. workout because I'm doing the open on Saturday. What, what's the thoughts there, guys? If you're trying to go to regionals, yeah, yeah I would rest it. a day before. Yeah, like, like other than that, relax. It doesn't relax. matter. It's just an extra day in your training. Like we train on a Friday and then we train again on a Saturday. Like, yeah. Just you don't need to start taking that Friday or Thursday like two or three extra rest days before this yeah. workout because you're so worried about. It's probably going to damage you more than. <laughs> yeah, just. So if you're trying to go to regionals and like fair enough start maybe you need to change your training schedule around a little bit to fit to fit that open workout in where you want it to go and everything to be a perfect setup but other than that then just come in on a Saturday if we're doing it here on a Saturday or whatever yeah. day you choose choosing to do it then yeah. just come in and So but may, maybe like they could do Thursday workout have Friday just relax a little bit and then yeah. Saturday if you really feel that you want to give it a shot but don't get too stressed out about yeah. What, yeah. what's exactly. going on there. So Saturday it's going down here at Inner Fight. We'll do the workout on, on Saturday for all the members. It'll be open. Everyone can turn up from 10 o'clock, put their name on the board. They'll get given a time. And I think like you were saying, Jonesy, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a challenge for us to we don't know what the workouts are going to be. So you might get here at 10 and you might be one of the first here, but you might not get to do the workout till 12. That's just the way it goes because of the length of the workout and the logistics of the workout. But exactly. I think anyone that is coming to do it, we, we're actually trying to make it as pain-free as experience as we can <laughs> and as enjoyable for everyone and for all the crowds that want to come and watch. So I think, uh, yeah, I think just be a little bit relaxed, I think, yeah. is the bottom line. Talk about when we've done the workout, what's the next step? So people do the workout, whose responsibility lies where? You need to put your own score onto the internet and, reg and log your score. And then your gym affiliate manager, whoever that is, will um, verify your score before the submission date. So submission you're, deadline, you should which is get the Monday. a CrossFit.com or Games.CrossFit.com do a good job of putting out score sheets that we actually used last year for the first time, I think it was, which were really good. You, it's an A4 bit of paper. It's easy to mark the reps. And then... The athlete signs it, the judge signs it, and there's a perforated or there's a bit at the bottom that tears off. And we've generally given that to people so they know their score. And then we can measure or we can match up if those scores match with what people are putting in. That'll be exactly the same this year. And no matter where you're doing the workout, I suggest you do it. And that score sheet can be printed off by anyone. It's, a, it, it's not just for the affiliate manager. It's for anyone that goes on games.crossfit.com. You can print off the score sheet for the workout. It's actually always on the same page as the rules. That was one thing I meant to, meant to put out. If you're doing the workout, it helps to watch the demo video and understand what the rules are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we usually watch them like two or three times, yeah, like to make minimum. sure. And then I read it two or and three times. And it's always like something really simple, like a bar facing burpee. And you're yeah. like, okay, I'm just going to read it one more time just to make sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, damn it, two foot takeoff. <laughs> <laughs> I think obviously if you're doing it in our gym, we will read it a load of times. But I think you should read it as well because yeah. then you won't have to ask any stupid questions. And we'll also go through all of the movement standards, but. There still might be some gray area if you have not read those. They're good demonstrations as well. The videos are very, very clear, and they're not very long. If you watch it two or three times and, and, and read it, that's super good. So then you log your score. What if you're not happy with your score? 
Thoughts? There's always next year. <laughs> <laughs> there is always next year. Trey, yeah, talk think... us. You're the redo king. Go yeah, on. on. Three give, times. Us, give us your learnings, mate. <laughs> on how to... Don't get too deep. <laughs> on, not on how to redo a workout, but on really how people should be taking this. You should go. <laughs> you should go into the workout with the mindset of I'm only going to do this once. Right. Um, if you feel like there was some strategic mistakes, as you could have done, you could have paced the whole workout differently. You should have broken up some sets, or you should maybe gone unbroken or faster somewhere. Then you can consider to redo it. Yeah. If you're only doing it for fun, and it doesn't really matter if you're gonna be a top 100 or top 500, then just get over it. Do it once and right. just get it done. So you can't do it and watch Rich Froning do it and then go, oh, hang on. He, okay, so that's he why, didn't that's why that I think the mistake is that you said the strategic, like, okay, so everyone's going to do it and they're going to be led on the floor afterwards, rolling around like, I'm so tired. I oh, maybe I should have gone touch and go. Yeah, no. You did singles and you were destroyed. Yeah. Like, I mean, that comes down you, to you yeah, knowing yourself, yeah, basically. Yeah. I think you should base it off the... the, the Rather than like you, you have thirty minutes to recover, and then you think, oh, you know, what if I, what if I'd have just done these sets? Like, the, I'm, I'm the work. Like, I always say I'm gonna, I'm never gonna redo the workout, and every year I end up doing just like I end up doing one of them again because I get annoyed with my performance. Like last year, the handstand push-up one, and I was, I was determined that okay, I did two bigger sets on the handstands. I did it, like tried to do eleven, 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 and then whatever. I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it again, and I'm going to do fives this time. And I got the exact same score. Because at the end of the workout, I was absolutely destroyed. The first time when I did 11s, I gave everything I had, like my mentality was when I went in to doing it. And just because I changed the rep scheme around, I still got the same score because that's how good I am at CrossFit. Yeah. Like, it doesn't change dramatically in a couple of days. A different example that I would give, rather than strategic, is... Someone, I'm going to use Mia as an example. She was more affected by the pressure and the atmosphere because it was a complete change for her that year. She just she just moved from Sweden where I don't think she was used to being challenged by that many people at her gym. Um, and then she came into an atmosphere where there was five or six other athletes that were, you know, either regional or very high standard. Right. And it completely got in her head. She did the workout with us did quite badly. And then did it completely on her own with a judge and a video camera two days later and smashed her score. Like, I think that is more of a reason for repeating a workout than you finish a workout, you're tired, and you think, oh, maybe I'll change my tactics slightly. Yeah. I think if it, it, it's more that if you have, like, some sort of, you know, mental breakdown halfway through a workout and you just stop pushing. Because, yeah. obviously, if you can get two rounds more in a workout, you weren't smashed the first time. You got improved by two rounds and a workout in two days. Agreed. So limited redoing. I think as well, if you follow the sort of stuff that we said at the start, if you don't get too stressed out about it, you understand it's just another workout, you, you stay relaxed, you warm up properly, you listen, you watch the videos, I actually think you'll be in a lot better state of relaxation, of mindset yeah. to do super well in the workout that – the, the problems that lead on from it will not actually transpire because you'll have done the best you can because you've prepared the best you can. I think that's the thing. One thing that we spoke about briefly before is a workout, open workout gets announced. There's movements that you're not great at. 
how do you deal with that? Like, if if you, you know, practice them for a twenty four hours straight the day yeah, before like, you do the workout. How do you actually deal with that in a positive way? To yeah, I mean, it. What do we do? You got you guys are lucky that pretty much every movement that comes up, you can do. You're incredibly proficient at. You've done a million and one times. For some people, it's been a massive move entering the CrossFit Open this year. Their double unders normally come up. They're not that great at them. Well, how do they mentally and, and, and all round deal with that? It's just about managing your goals well. Like if, if let's say, you know, you know that your max unbroken double unders is 10 and there's 100 going to come up in this workout, then you've got to be sort of satisfied that, okay, I'm just going to chip away with sets of five and I'm going to be happy with that sort of managing that goal as I go through the workout. Right. Um, it's not all of a sudden like, okay, I can only do 10. And there's a hundred I have to do tomorrow. So I'm going to go into the gym and I'm going to do a thousand double unders today until I can do a hundred in a row. Because it, it won't work like that. You'll just absolutely destroy yourself or your calves. And then you still won't be that much better in the workout the day after. You've got to be a little bit more realistic about what your goals are and what you're actually trying to achieve from that workout. Like if mu- th- the workout starts with 30 muscle ups and you can't do a muscle up, but you get one then you should be equally as happy as someone that did those 30 unbroken. Right. And what if, like, sorry, as an example, the deadlift, wall ball, row, and then it went on to handstand push-ups, that workout, like, there were a few members or quite a few members that got to the handstand push-ups pretty quickly, and then some of them couldn't even do one. But that was cool because there was a tie break in there. Yeah, so they should be satisfied. It it almost gave them a reason, like, okay, well, I don't want to do the scaled because I've done RX for all the others, but... I'm just going to have to be satisfied that I'm not going to do a handstand push-up. So my workout is going to be four time, 55 deadlifts, 55 cal row, 55 wall balls. Oh, sorry, the other way around, 55 wall balls, 55 cal row. And that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool last year that James and Lee, like they both knew, okay, I can't do a handstand. It's almost unsafe. They said, should we even try? And I said, mate, there's no point even trying. Like it, it's more risk of you hurting yourself, but you're really good at the other three movements. Mm. So do that for time and try and beat Lee. And like, I don't think he did. Or maybe he did. I don't know, actually. Lee yeah, did yeah, pretty good at that. Yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> yeah but, that, but that was cool because they could, they could do the RX. Yeah. They, just, they were just satisfied and, and happy, okay. And then it was straight away, okay, next year I want to be able to do a handstand push-up. That was my next question. And it, maybe it's a little bit early. Maybe we should do another podcast at the end of the Open. But after the Open finishes, how much do we see the movements that have come up people practicing so that the next year when they come up they're better at them uh, <laughs> it depends it depends, <laughs> it's always, yeah. it depends what they are it's like okay as soon as the open finishes i'm going to go straight back on my snatch and clean and jerk cycle yeah and i'll forget yeah. about double unders until december they're probably going to come up again aren't they yeah all right okay i'll start practicing now like it if you're yeah if you if you're missing out complete movements it, it's more you need to start ticking off those boxes so that you can actually do those movements before you start worrying about strength cycles and things like that after the open finishes yeah i think what you guys have said based on like based on the movements that you can do and then people actually obviously it's competition so everyone wants to be high up on that leaderboard but do they sometimes forget the reality of yeah actually i can't really do that movement very well and so to finish where i finished in that workout is like you said phil that's i was rolling around on the floor i wasn't very good at the movement at the start it was 50 double unders and instead of Rich Fonning took 30 seconds. It took me three minutes, but I actually couldn't do 50 double unders before. Is that yeah. is that the solace for people? Like, should there be more measures in this than 
just looking at the leaderboard yeah, I mean, and saying, yeah. oh, that guy from the other gym who I was the same as two years ago, he's, you know, what should people, how should people address that? Just look at those names on the leaderboard. It's not, it's not like you're against a, a group of people that are all equal to you. Like, you're against Rich Fronin and, and Matt Fraser. Yeah, they're probably going to beat you at every single workout. Yeah. But you just have to be happier with, it, it's, it's a difficult thing. Oh, just be happy with your own performance. So because, Everyone's competitive, and you can't just say, "No, nah, I'll be happy with it." Yeah. But you know, it's it's what you can encourage people to be happy with it, and if they struggle with that, then it's something that they need to kind of work on themselves. I can't all of a sudden go up to you and say, "No, nah, I'll be happy with that." Okay, sweet, yeah, I will be. Yeah. It's, you, but you can encourage your your gym members to 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 be a bit more lighthearted about it and and be happier with it, unless they're should. going if they're going for regionals then i would probably be a little bit harder with them and as a coach i would yeah. i would tell them after they finish the workout like i think you're gonna have to do that again if you want to get to regionals yeah that's why i would that's why i would tell someone to do a workout again because i want them to qualify and i don't think they did well enough but at the same time mate i think i think as a coach if your coach turns around and says no that's that's what i think is the best that you can do then you've got your reasons that we've spent the last half an hour explaining that people should take that almost in the right way and pretty much as a compliment yeah. and say, mate, you absolutely smashed yourself on that workout. I, don't, I genuinely don't think you can do it any better. Yeah. Be happy with your score. That, mean, that's your limit. We're yeah. pretty experienced, like all of us in, 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 uh, in the CrossFit thing, and we've done enough workouts to know when, when it looks like you've really given everything you have. And if yeah. I've watched you in a workout and afterwards I say it, it looks like you gave everything you had. I'm not lying to you. It's, it's true. And if, if you kind of, stop afterwards and you're talking about it straight away afterwards and you probably didn't give everything you've got yeah. I, I hope that after each of these workouts you need a couple of minutes to go and sit on the bathroom floor or something where the <laughs> tiles are nice and cold yeah. <laughs> that's probably where i'll be i might get here early maybe maybe we'll leave the aircon on the night before yeah. so the tiles I'll be are in, super cold. Lead on the towel on the tiles while dre's got his head in the bin <laughs> classic <laughs> or in the bottom of the shower a few personal things jonesy your goals for this year's open put it out there tell us what you want to achieve uh what i want to achieve um i guess i want to try and Obviously, complete all the workouts, considering I'm not going to be here for three of them. So it might be a bit of a challenge, but that's all good. Um, no, I, I plan on, like, obviously helping out with judging and being really supportive for the other members as well. Just trying to make sure no one gets too stressed out about it. But I think what you're saying before, like, just making sure you leave everything out there. So I'm going to do that with my own workout. And I expect my clients and, you know, all the members to do the same thing. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just not really worth it, you know? So Yeah. Yeah. Dre, your thoughts? Um, oh. Well, Open is kind of the peak of the year for me and for a lot of other top, like other competitors that want to make it to the regionals. So expectations are that I want to go to the regionals and hopefully it works out. But I also know from last year's experience that I can't put too much stress on myself and I just need to almost look at it like just another workout with those extra 5%. Right. Uh, I think that that's going to work the best for me. Do you think if you did that, that would, your goal is to make regionals? Do you think if you did that, that would be enough? Yeah. Good. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Phil? Win the region. You want to win the African region? Yeah. Win yeah. the region. Open's never been that. I've always had one or two workouts where I've not been too happy with my performance. I feel as good as I've ever been this year, so yeah. I want to try and go into it and, and win the region and try and do 
quite well on the world leaderboard if I can. I've always had one that's really knocked me down, so try and... Do you look at that as well, mate? Do you look at sort of the world leaderboard and see, see yeah. where you're at? Since, I, since 2015, I started doing it. I never even cared about it before because yeah. it was just about getting into the, to the regionals. But yeah. since I've been to the games, like last year, I was really happy with sort of three out of the five workouts and two of them in a, in a world level. I wasn't, I wasn't happy with it all. It yeah. was still fine for the region. But yeah, it, it's important to me now that I'm not just looking at the region. I want to look at the world. I want to see the guys that I want to try and compete against you know at the, at the, at the regionals and the games yeah awesome to our what members. about you oh whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to our members as well we want to wish them good luck <laughs> do you want what's your them? goals <laughs> what's your expectations i don't have any expectations I have expectations. <laughs> I have big expectations. <laughs> I don't have any expectations. Let's talk about the masses category. I'm going to do five workouts as best as I can, and we'll see what happens at the end of five weeks. And uh, honestly, too many like lots of people have messaged me and said this is a good year for you, and blah 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 blah. A lot of people have been in CrossFit for a very short period of time. The first year, and before that, when I used to watch CrossFit games, some of those athletes are absolutely phenomenal. In my category, there's, I don't know how many people have won it. I know Mikasello's definitely won. He's in my age group. Chris Spilo went to a ridiculous number of the games. There's some, there's some names that, this is the thing, Neil Maddox. There's some names that have not been very prominent in the last couple of years because those guys have, if you want to call it, got old like I have that people just don't know. I think you'll be incredibly surprised what happens at the end of five weeks. If at the end of five weeks I'm in good shape, then it's good. Let's yeah. see what the next stage brings. I don't know. Cool. I really have <laughs> no clue what's going to happen. So top 200 then. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's what I have to do. The first, uh, I have to try and get in the top 200. But the only way, and I think this is, this is the message throughout, like the only way I can possibly put myself in that position is just do as good as I can. And exactly. if maybe there's only 15 guys that are good, or that are better than me and then I'm in a real good position but maybe I finish 198th. Workout one is 100k roll so you'll be okay. I'll be fine with that. (laughs) That's also one thing that's cool about CrossFit and that should make people less nervous that it's an individual sport and it's not a like a head-to-head sport. Like it's not like boxing. You can't you you can't control like the outcome at all. Like you you don't have to worry about the outcome. You only can only worry about what you do basically. Exactly. I think that's the bottom line and I think like I say, that's a message that reigns through everything with what we've spoken about. We've told you how to register. We've told you how to manage yourself. Your training's done. The movements you can't do, you can't do. You're not going to learn them. So don't get stressed. Just go and do the very best. And I mean, if you look at the way that I performed in CrossFit before, I've had some really good events and some absolutely terrible ones. And the first year, I nearly didn't go to regionals, but then I sat down and looked at the events, and I said, well, I think I can win that one, win that one, and win that one. And I think I won three of them and still ended up fifth because I did so bad on the other three. But that's just how you, you measure it. So I think it's exactly the same for everyone, and I think people should enter. I think if you do RX or if you do scaled, you'll have a lot of fun over the five weeks. In, in our gym, it's definitely one of the best periods of the year except the Thursday yeah, night Thursday raves, night, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which have just taken over. But I think anywhere, and if your gym's not putting on a good atmosphere and a good show and they're just treating it as another workout, change gym, because I think it's a really good time of year. And I just, yeah, I think we should just wish everyone the best of luck. And Enjoy hopefully it. we'll have a few updates as we go. 
I'm not sure if one show dedicated to the Open every week, like we've done in the previous years, is what we need. But Three minutes. We might do the three-minute fitness every week on the Open. That could actually work quite yeah. good. We might have to change the day that it comes out, though. You need to upgrade your Wi-Fi package for the leaderboarding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you have enough data. Make sure you upload your scores on time as well. I'm actually that affiliate manager, and I have to do it, and I will not be calling people on a whatever it is, Monday afternoon. Monday. Morning, Monday morning to make sure your <laughs> scores are in. If, it, if they're not there, it's not my problem. We need to look at a technicality on the scoreboard, though, on the registration, but we'll fix that. How to join a team. It's changed. Yeah. Yeah. It's not working. <laughs> it's not working. It doesn't work. Anyway, that's it. 2017 Open is upon us. Phil, Matt, thanks for your thoughts. Dre. Cheers, guys. It's, uh, I think... Every few weeks is enough for these guys on the show. <laughs> every few weeks. Every month. Oh. <laughs> you want us to sit on the floor, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Best, oh. of, best of luck to everyone in the open, and uh, we'll catch you on the other side. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot for tuning into this episode of the podcast, folks. I do hope you enjoyed it, and a massive shout-out, obviously, to Phil and Matt. Good luck to those guys in the open. Good luck to you guys as well. Please hop up to iTunes, wait and view the podcast, and get your hands on those Swiss Street Panel goodies. Until next time, take care.